Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first ever episode of the Break the Bell podcast. Woo! It has been kind of a big buildup for the past week, week and a half, so it's really excited, exciting to finally be here. I am extremely excited. I yes. am as well. If you don't know who we are by now, I am Craig. I am one of your hosts of this podcast, and over I'm here is this Billy. is Bill. Billy. 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 Bill. Do you want to go by Billy or Bill? You know, I've been called several things. Um, of all of them, Billy's probably the best way to go. What other things have you been called? I've been called Charlene. <laughs> Why have you been? Who called you Charlene? I wish I could find him. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty interesting. Yes. So, as I said, I am Craig. I am one of your hosts, and some of you might recognize me from the System is Down podcast. I do some guest hosting on there, and um, Bill over here has done none. No I'm, podcasting. I'm a noob. No podcasting. You so, listen to podcasts. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm a podcast version. It's version for, or virgin? Virgin. Virgin. Yeah, not a version. Not, you're so, not a version of no. me. So be, be gentle. So uh, I'll be as gentle as I can. Um, Bill is, I mean, he's my coworker. He's a, one of my best friends. And um, we decided we're going to do this thing here called the Break the Bell Podcast. What is the Break the Bell Podcast? Well, um, we all have decided that um, we kind of live in a time where our our liberties are being squandered, they're being kind of trampled on, being given away in the name of uh, safety from the government, in the name of security, in the name of even a $1,200 stimulus check. Um, we're just handing it out for free, like, here, take my freedom, just, just keep me safe and keep me protected, and... We're kind of yeah. tired of that. Absolutely, yeah. We we don't like that our liberties are being squandered. We don't like that um, speech is being censored all over the social media. Certain things are being deemed hate speech just because somebody disagree with disagrees with it. So or false because people disagree with it. Right, right. So um, the way I see it, the way Bill sees it, we've kind of talked about this. And about two hundred forty-four years ago. Uh, this big bell was rang for in the name of our our liberties, in the name of our freedoms, and it, it was rang con- continuously until the thing cracked. And we've just decided that we're just going to keep ringing that bell until not only does it crack, but it just breaks. And we're just going to keep pushing the lines, keep talking because that's what we do. We like to talk. So, Bill, why don't you let them know what they're getting themselves into with this podcast? Well, Craig and I, we um we do this. On a daily basis, we'd go into the office, we'd sip on some coffee, and talk back and forth about everything that's going on. And um, we've just kind of, with all this stuff going on with the, the virus and, and now everything going on this last week with the riots, um, you know, there's only so much you can say. And, and I don't know about you, but I, I do not like bullies. And I feel like a lot of people that try to give the other side of things, they're getting bullied to shut up. Sit down. If you don't like it this way, then you're wrong. You're hateful. And so uh, Craig and I decided that we want to come and give it to you straight. We want to give you unfiltered. We want to give it to you, you know, the way you need to hear it. And uh, this is two guys who do their research, two guys who kind of know their shit. And we'll give it to you honestly. And if we're, um, you know, forever wrong about it, call us out. But I don't, you know, I, anyways. We think you deserve to hear from us. We, well, you definitely. This is uh, and this is a privilege for you to get to it hear is. us talk. We love hearing ourselves talk yes. to the point. Uh, just so you're all clear, this is 
the second one that we recorded. Yes. And even though this is the first episode we're releasing, we did this once already. Yes. And to let you know how much we like listening to each other or ourselves talk, I checked. This has been private on YouTube, so only me and you have access to this. Yeah. I checked the amount of views on it. There is 31 views on that one video. Really? Between the, probably mostly me, I maybe didn't. you. Yeah, so that's how much we like listening to each other and ourselves talk. So we just figure you guys probably need the same privilege yeah, so. to get to listen to us talk. You're welcome. You are very welcome. Um, we do... Bill's getting blurry on us. Um, we do have this thing, this, this motto. It's... Uh, Never stop talking. The reason for that is because um, your voice is your most powerful weapon. Your voice is your most powerful tool in your your Batman tool belt. If if you stop talking, if you if you don't use that liberty, that freedom of speech, and keep on talking, then you no longer have a voice. You no longer have a say. If if you're not willing to speak up for those who can't, or even for yourselves, what really can you do? Well, and. In America, the last you know twenty, thirty years, it seems like Americans have lost that art of being able to have a conversation respectfully, back and forth, right. and say what they want to say. And in America, you know, like Craig said, that's your God-given right to do it. And if you don't take advantage of it, well, why are you here? And uh, one thing I've always said: some people may have heard me say this before. I know I've told it to you before. Uh, debate is healthy. Debate is what makes you a stronger person. Because if you are constantly in a room full of people that aren't putting stress on you or or testing what you believe, you're, you're not really building and strengthening, strengthening those beliefs. You're just solidifying what you already know. You're not learning more. You're not improving yourself. It's like it's like working out. If you constantly do the things that are super easy, yeah, you're, you're going to stay good at doing the things that are super easy, but you're not going to get bigger. You're not going to get stronger. You're just going to stay right where you're at. And that's what I feel debate is. It's putting that that tension on you. It's putting that uh, resistance that, that actually makes you a stronger person. And hopefully we challenge you. Hopefully we challenge each other. Um, I know I like to challenge Craig. Um, a good way to do that is by talking about how much how great the NFL is. Oh, the NFL sucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, the it's all about the baseball. We want baseball to come back, and it's not really fair that baseball is uh, being squandered right now, just like our liberties. Yes. Well, the fortunate thing is the NFL is not going to be <laughs> lessening their season. That is bullshit. That is discrimination. Against America, I think. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're going to have to disagree on that one. I don't know. I, that's how I feel. But I, I feel like we're probably being a little insensitive by calling that discrimination with all the rest that's going on in the world. But I still stand by what I say. So um, let's get baseball going because it should be about halfway over by now. And... I just want to watch. That's that's it. I want to watch baseball. For your sake, I hope that happens. I do too. So uh, a few things, more things to say before we get into this. We're going to kick an intro video here pretty quick. Um, we are all over the social medias. So if you have any of them like Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or anything like that, you can find us. Go to facebook.com slash breakthebell, or we're on Twitter at breakthebellpod. That's breakthebell, P-O-D for podcast. Also, Instagram handle is exactly the same, Break the Bell Pod. 
Uh, we are in the works of getting us up on all the uh, platforms for podcasting. We have, we're hosting through Podbean, and then also we have submitted to Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and all the big names, and they should be popping up there probably before we release this, I'm hoping. So nice. Very nice. If you do have a podcast catcher, I can get you the, the feed for the feed link for that, or you can just go to um, our Podbean account and find that link. So you can just plug that into your catcher and then be caught up to date on all our episodes. Otherwise, we're going to be on YouTube. Go down, hit the subscribe button, and you'll be able to find all our episodes, all our announcements, any promos we come out with. And that, I think, is covers it. I think that covers it. Let's kick off this intro video. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Right here we are. We're back from yes. the intro. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. It which has been a shitty week. It's been a <laughs> hell of a week. So as I mentioned before, um, we already recorded our very first episode, yeah. and it was damn good. It was. I got to say, <laughs> I was really impressed of how it turned out for being the very. It was supposed to be a practice run. We're yeah. just going to get used to talking on mics. It turned out really good. Yeah. So we're like. We're going to release this. It's actually scheduled to release on YouTube. I should probably go cancel that so it doesn't oh, release yeah. on YouTube. Maybe um, we can put it out as like a bonus, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. for people subscribing. There you go. When we get a subscription thing going, maybe we'll release our very first, very first episode. Yeah. Aside from this very first episode. Just shows how quick the world moves. <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, like I said, we recorded it probably four or five days ago. Had all the kinks worked out. We're ready to release. And then this shitstorm happened, and if you're not really fully aware, we're going to get into it, but this whole ordeal with um, the George Floyd murder uh, by the Minneapolis police officer. And so, I think it was Friday. I think that all that all happened, what, on Memorial Day? It did, yeah. yeah. Which was like Monday. And it's funny that you, you say this shitstorm happened because we're, we're getting ready to talk about a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were definitely so, talking about a pandemic. We, we pandemic. went from like DEFCOM 4 to DEFCOM 4 and a half. <laughs> exactly. Just right like that. Um, so it didn't really hit our radar until maybe Thursday. I mean, we had heard about it. Right. 
but then the writing and the looting and stuff started. And then I think it was Friday, I was messaging you and I was just sitting there and, and at work thinking, I was like, shit, we got to redo this. And you're like, yep, I think we do. As a current event podcast, yeah. I think we wouldn't be doing our due diligence if we decided to release an episode right now that did not talk at all about America burning. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Literally burning. Yeah. Um, I do want to read something before we really get into it. So this is, tell me if you know this author, um, if you can recognize it based on what I'm going to read here. Okay. So this says, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. So, you, you recognize that? Does that sound familiar to you? I've heard it somewhere before. Somewhere? Yeah, was it Dr. Seuss? Uh, close. Okay. This was um, the second paragraph, starting out the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yes, yeah, that yes. one. Yep, exactly. Um, I'm going to read a little more. But the things I wanted to point out here are the unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And then the second thing I want to point out is, uh, where was it? The last thing I read there. Uh, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That is what democracy is. The government, government employees, public officials derive their just powers from the consent of us, the people, the people who they are constantly taking their freedoms. They're constantly, we're seeing more and more, it seems, incidences like these George, George Floyd incidences where people are having their right to life taken away, not just small, like freedom of speech, but the right to be able to walk down the street without fearing death right. yep. from a public official. Mm -hmm. And so that brings us to where we are today. America is literally on fire today. Yes. All over the country, protests, riots, stores being looted, government buildings being burned down, um, private businesses being burned down. People getting the shit kicked out of them for protecting their private businesses. Right. And so, where do we sit with this? Because, I mean, we're two white guys, I guess you could say. I mean, you do have some... Stuff in me. Stuff in the background. <laughs> You're, I don't know, if, would you call yourself a mutt or, or what? But you yeah. you have some heritage, like Native American heritage right. or Hispanic heritage. Yeah. Or both, I think, right? Yeah. So, I mean, but by the looks of us, if we both walk down the street, we're two white dudes. Sorry, but yep. they're not going to look at you and be like, oh, that guy's got some Hispanic and Native American in him. No, we're two white guys talking about the injustices that happened during this George Floyd murder. However, I feel like we should still be the ones talking about it. I think everybody should be talking about it. They should. I mean, if we're not, then, you know, we're not looking out for our fellow citizens. I mean, we're no better than dude that had his knee on the guy's neck you know right and for us to 
to sit here and say uh, the government's bad, cops are bad. I mean, it is hard for us to even understand what's going on there. And it's hard for us to even process living that kind of life where you can't just walk down the road and not fear right. that. Right. And it's afraid to call the cops, you know, yeah. because you might be the one getting shot instead of the perpetrator. You exactly. Know? And so, and it's it's weird to me because this, I mean, it, it it's not the first time that something this big has happened. You look back at Ferguson, what, 2014? Right. I mean, there was giant riots back then. But yeah. for some reason, this time here, we were already in this tinderbox with all of the coronavirus stuff going on, with all of um, people being shut up at home, being oh. forced to to not shop and being forced to close down their businesses and stuff like that. People not able to go to work, not, you know, barely scraping by as it was with right. food and, and, you know, necessities of life. And then all of a sudden, boom, this happens. This happens. Uh, we're already, there's a lot of unrest already. And it's like, you just dropped the freaking match into the tinderbox yep. and the whole thing went up and it went up quick too. Oh yeah. And yeah. so if you don't really know what's going on, <laughs> Get out of your box, really. Get out of your cardboard box or your your rock that you're hiding under, and um, maybe watch a little bit of the news, even if it's the stuff that you don't necessarily agree with. Uh, get out there and watch it, or just listen to us because we're going to tell you a little bit about it. So uh, I do got this video, this George Floyd video. It's not the original video. I was trying to find it, but it's really hard to find them now. But this is kind of a mashup of different. Um, camera videos and body cam videos and security cameras all in one. So I'm going to switch this over to here. Can you see that, Bill? Yep, I sure can. All right, so here we go. The new cell phone video shows the initial arrest. Officers are seen taking George Floyd out of his vehicle. In surveillance video obtained by CBS News, a handcuffed Floyd is walked across the street toward a police car. In the distance, you can see Floyd fall. In this newly circulated video, three officers have Floyd pinned on the ground while another stands over them. You can hear Floyd pleading for air. The officer who pressed his knee to Floyd's neck has been identified as Derek Chauvin. He doesn't let up until the 46-year-old's listless body is put on a stretcher. In a new report, the fire department says medics in the ambulance checked his pulse several times, finding none. He we'll just leave that there. Um, that gets a, the, the, the point across of what happened. Uh, you got multiple angles there of what was going on. So let's get a little backstory on, on what actually happened. Uh, so this George Floyd goes into... A convenience store a corner store what have you and he goes he's there to buy cigarettes that's what he's there for and he pays the cashier with allegedly a counterfeit $20 bill right the attendant says that the ink on it was still running that's how bad of a counterfeit it was a lot of people my first reaction is would I have called the cops on a counterfeit $20 bill right. or would I just be like dude what what the fuck what right. are you doing so um, the gas station or the convenience store attendant was really upset about this from what I've read and said, that is our store policy. We have to do it. So if, if, if she hadn't, he had, I think it was a, she, 
hadn't called the police would have been possibly fired for right herself and so just looking out for himself um call the police the police arrives and in the videos i saw uh floyd was sitting out in his car or mm -hmm. in a car and people say that he was clearly drunk and could barely like walk basically so sitting in his car the police arrive and this Derek Chauvin was not the first on the scene. It was somebody else. Uh, they go. They try to get him out of the car. He's kind of kind of arguing back. He's kind of fight, not fighting back, but just kind of being right. disruptive, I guess. Yeah. They get him out of the car. He instantly, like, kind of falls to the ground. He's not wanting to walk right. back to the police car. He's intoxicated. Right. Right. I've We've been there. But... um. They take him back to, they get him to the cop car. Yes. He's kind of resisting getting in. They do have cuffs on him at this point. Right. He already has cuffs on. So he is in custody. Yes. So, yeah. For whatever reason, it's not super clear if he's putting up too much resistance or what. They pull him back out and he ends up falling to the ground, whether they pushed him or if he, again, just drops to the ground is unknown. At this point, Derek Chauvin is there. As you can see in that video, that's a newer video. The first video released, you just see the angle right. where you can see Derek Chauvin's knee on the back of his neck. Right. The new video shows two other officers are pinning him down right. while Derek Chauvin has his knee on the back of his neck. Right. Yeah. And in my understanding of the, the knee on the back of the neck, um, the uh, International Union of Police Associations do consider that a non-deadly force option. However, it is also a move that is banned in um, most other states, including Minnesota, uh, with the exception of the Twin Cities. And why is it banned? Just because of the, the possible dangers? The possible dangers, yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was a uh, MMA guy, I believe it was, maybe it was even Silva, that came out and said that this is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu move, and it has been banned from MMA because of the dangers. Yeah. Um, you can see, if you really watch the video again you can see his it's not just he's pinning him down you can see he's got his knee right here mm -hmm. and he's pushing like the whole the force of a, his leg is pushing his whole neck into the ground and um it takes if you get the right spot like if you're putting somebody in a chokehold if you do a blood chokehold um right there you could pass out in like what like seven eight seconds yeah. but if you do like crush the trachea that is what they're saying is probably what happened is they they like pinched squeezed off air in his trachea and yeah. he wasn't able to breathe what's really interesting is i did hear of course the police are going to have their own side of the story right police officers said that he was saying he couldn't breathe before he even fell to the ground okay so he might they're like he was medically distressed before he fell to the ground Sounds to me like they're making excuses, like it wasn't his knee that he was already having issues. However, if that's the case, why wouldn't they do something about it then? Well, and as some people who have viewed the other video uh, can show that, uh, looks like the guy peed his pants. Um, he was held down for that long. And th that the police officer was on him after several minutes of the guy not even responding. Right. It was like three or four minutes after he went unconscious. They're like, he's unconscious. Uh, let him up, and he's, he did not he let did him not. up. He just kind of looked defiantly at the camera, like, right. what are you going to do? And my take on 
him the way he was staring into the camera like that. Yeah, that pissed me off the most. Oh yeah. That reminds yeah. me when I take my dog out to take a shit and she just sits there and like stares you in the eyes while yeah. she does her business. Right. It's like what are you going to do about it? Yep. it that yep. that irritates me. That's what this guy reminded me of. He's yeah. like, I'm doing this shitty thing. What the fuck are you going to do yeah. about it? And his partner, who whose name is up for debate, um, <laughs> because we can't pronounce it. <laughs> but um, What was his name? Tao Tao? Tao Tao. Tao Tao. Yes. Okay. But apparently he, yeah. I mean, if you look at the, the, the popular video of him, he stands there just kind of making sure no one interferes. Mm. And um, so some background, if, if I may. Um, Derek Chauvin, uh, the main guy, or Chauvin, Chauvin. I think they said Chauvin on Chauvin, that video, Chauvin. so we'll go with that. Uh, he um, actually has a history of um, having complaints against him, 18 complaints in uh, his career, wow. but, including um, two shootings, one of a Native American man and one of a, a black teen in, uh, I think it was 2007, 2008. Let me see. Really? Like murder, like killing or just shooting? Uh, like killing. That is interesting. I also know, um, and you weren't privy to this, uh, there are reports out, and I think it's been confirmed, that Derek Chauvin and George Floyd both worked security recently, within the last year, at the same nightclub. So Derek Chauvin's been working there, I think I said for the last 10 years, at moonlighting there while he's in the police force. So it's not like something he did before he's an right. officer. He's been moonlighting there for many years, and he had several complaints working at the 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 nightclub as well. Uh, I think they had said that the nightclub owner had to talk to him a few times for his tactics. Um, he'd uh, get a little too aggressive. He'd pull out the pepper spray unnecessarily. And it came down to, from what I read, he had a, they had given him a zero strike policy at oh, this really? point, like where the next time you, you screw up, you're gone. And um, so it's not like this is, one time he's roughed somebody up right. and well, it just went bad. For and him. his co conspirator or co patriot here, um, Tao. Tao Tao. Tao Tao. Uh, he also um, has six complaints against him, including one that is currently open. So um, these are two problem cops. Why are they cops? Yeah. Why are they still here? And the, the excuse, primarily white people say, and we're not the self hating white, like, we have to be the speakers for the the minority community. That's not us at all. No. I was more leaning towards, back in the Ferguson days, I was siding more with a cop back then because right. there wasn't all the video that we have this time. Right. And pretty much it's, I've kind of been that, well, there's always going to be bad apples. Um, right. And we're just blowing things out of proportion and things are just... Uh, being escalated just to create more division in our country until this time this time for some reason was kind of a turning point in my mentality seeing the video seeing mm -hmm. uh chauvin stare deadly into the camera as he sucks the life out of this person this yeah. human being it doesn't even matter whether he was black or white yes i get that this happens primarily more right. in black communities a person was sucking the life force out of another person while staring defiantly into a camera. While saying, the person begged for for right. the guy to get off. It wasn't like he was putting up a fight. It wasn't no. like he was a threat, especially after he passed out. What kind of threat is he at right. that point? Right. So in even if even if he faked passing out and you let him up and he 
gets aggressive again. He's in handcuffs. Right. What can he possibly do to you at that point? Yeah. How could you possibly say you were in danger? You felt like you were in danger. With the Ferguson thing, there's the 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 thing the idea or the they're saying that he went for the cop's gun, right. so he yeah. felt threatened, so he shot him. Right. Even though supposedly he got shot in the back. There's more up for debate there because there's not all the video evidence and stuff. Right. In this situation, you can't say in any way, shape, or form you felt threatened to right. the point where you yeah. had to Suffocate the man. Absolutely. So that puts us to where we are today, I guess. These riots. Right. And, you know, there's so many different ways and angles to, to take the whole thing. You know, um, you know, first of all, let, let's, I, well, let's take it step by step. All right. So first of all, we got um, the race part of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, African-Americans are two and a half times more likely to get shot during a stop than a white person. Um, there's been um, 1,004 uh, shooting deaths by cops in 2019. And I would say from looking at the stats, I believe it was um, like 40% of them, 30 to 40% were African-Americans. But when you consider the uh, population ratio in the United States of uh, whites over African Americans. That's a high percentage, right? So, yeah, people fail to when when they put together that oh, it's only like say twenty percent or whatever. But the fact that African Americans don't make up fifty percent of the pop that's not the right. same. It like the math does not add up. Um, so, like I said, we're to this point where riots are happening. People are burning down businesses. People are pissed off. Absolutely. Rightfully so. Yes. You deserve to be pissed off. I'm pissed off, and I'm a white guy. Right. You're pissed off, and you're primarily a white guy. <laughs> We're all pissed off for you. This is the right. first time, and this is my ignorance, I'm sure, coming out. This is the first time I've been this pissed off over an incident like this. Right. I should have been pissed off over all the other ones, I'm sure. But yeah. now, something clicked, something snapped to where I'm fucking pissed off. Well, the you know, for me the the issue is the the pissed officeness. <laughs> pissed officeness. <laughs> sure, it's our official <laughs> terms. <laughs> is the fact that this cop again has a history? Nothing's been done. Even Senator Klobuchar, is that her name from Minnesota? I don't know. The prosecutor who had this guy in her sights because of the shootings and did nothing with it. Right? I mean, this guy has a history. He should not have been a cop. And the fact of the matter is that he I mean he got charged but he got charged with the slap on the wrist right you know, what, what is it third degree um, homicide and manslaughter yeah third degree homicide and manslaughter let's, let's break this down because I didn't know third degree homicide existed oh yeah it's that that it's that pathetic so first degree homicide is you deliberately committed an act that you intentionally Maliciously. Malicious, that that resulted in death. You right. intended it to result in death. That's yeah. first-degree murder. And I, I'm not a law student, so I might... You, don't, don't come back and be like, well, that's not actually what first-degree... From my understanding and collective understanding, that's first-degree murder. Second-degree murder is you committed something that you intended to harm somebody, you intended bodily harm, and it resulted in death. So say I hit you in the back of the head with a pipe, 
intending to hurt you, intending physical harm. You resulted in death. You ended up dying from it. That's second-degree murder. I didn't mean for you to die, but I meant to hurt you, and that resulted in death. Right. Manslaughter is you did something that resulted in death. You didn't intend to harm them. Like, say, you backed out... You backed out of your driveway drunk and ran somebody over and killed them. You didn't intend to hurt them, but yeah. your actions resulted in their death. That's manslaughter. Right. So um, this is directly from a law site here. So, yeah, first degree is premeditated. You plan it out. You stalk the person. You jump them, and you kill them, right? You chop up the body, hide it, right? So it's, All that stuff. Right. Second degree murder is heat of the moment. You know, you guys are... You know, you get in a fight or you catch somebody in, in bed with your wife or whatever. You, you rush up on them and you kill them and you kill them because, or you hit, hit them and you plan on killing them. It's a rage kill. Right, so, it's a rage kill. And so that's a little different right. from what I said. Rage killing or right. like spur of the moment killing. Right. So then um, third degree, and, and actually this says technically there is no third degree. It is manslaughter. <laughs> so Of course. So Minnesota is just pulling shit out of their ass now right. at this point. Just to appease people <laughs> and say, oh, we did charge them with this fake made right. up. Uh, charge called third degree murder. We made this one up, and um, we're going to make sure he goes to that special prison in the sky. Yes, um, of course. He's going to go to live on a farm for a while. He's probably just up gonna... north. He's going to the farm up north. <laughs> exactly. He's probably just going to be forced. He's going to on... resign. Right. He's he'll be given his full pension. I was going to say, God forbid, right. he's given his pension. Yeah. If that's the case, that's even more fucked up. We're going to keep paying him with taxpayer yeah. dollars. Oh yeah. After all this. Well, and um, so there's two different types of third degree. There's voluntary, where you, you, you fight and punch the guy, but you didn't mean to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then there's one where it's involuntary, where you accidentally, you know, you're walking down the the uh, cliff and you actually push the dude over on accident. You're like, hey, what's that? And you bend over, pick up a dime and push the guy over. Isn't that manslaughter? <laughs> there, yeah. Isn't that the same well, thing? Well, that's what it is, yeah. Third so. degree is basically manslaughter. So, did they charge him with both to see if one or the other sticks? That's or? my guess, yeah. They want something, but, I mean, maximum, you're looking at 20 years, minimum, you're looking at, I think it was a like a $15,000 fine. Oh, boy. Yeah. This guy's life is worth $15,000. Yeah. Great. And, God forbid, the guy get found innocent. Oh, the yeah. guy walks. Yeah. Then what happens? The whole city's going to burn down. Oh, yeah. The, we're looking at wave two. Forget the wave two of the pandemic. You're looking at wave two of riots. Right. So we're at the riots. That leaves me to question because my stance on all of this is just a big jumbled mess now compared to what it was a week ago. Mm-hmm. Are riots justified in this situation? I think so. I think riots are justified. Um, I think... It's dumb to burn down your own community, though. Right. So, I mean, why, why further damage? I understand you're at the sure. hospital. Sorry, that's okay. We're working out our kinks. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but I understand. You know, you're you're enraged. You you know, you want to be heard. But by burning down your own community, what are you you're gaining? I mean, you're you're taking out private business owners and entrepreneurs who are built have built in that neighborhood. They're not going to build again. Some of those small-time business owners can't rebuild. You know, mm-hmm. Target, Target's fine. You know, Target, they can do whatever they want. Um, except, but they, you know, a small-time business owner, he's not going to be able to rebuild. And if he does, he's not going to rebuild in that area. You know, so you're taking tax dollars out of the area. You're going to damage your schools. You're going to damage the the tax, you know, the home uh, values, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you're not gaining anything. So, 
let's show let's pull up some of these looting videos this is primarily the target looting videos because people say hey we're writing because we're pissed off and our voice isn't being heard and i'm going to get into that too but is this really what we're talking about is this all in the name of um george floyd and like justice for We've all seen that one with the the elderly woman um, supposedly trying to block looters from coming into Target. And you can hear people in there and you can see in the, the sub cap there that it says she's stabbing people. She apparently was welding a knife. Granny was welding a knife really? and like trying to stab people. And so that's when she got sprayed with the fire extinguisher. Um, here's another video. This one shows the inside of the target. Why would you pull the fire alarm? I know, that doesn't even make sense. Most annoying sound in the world. Uh, unless it was an employee that's trying to get the fire department and police to show up. Yeah, that's possible. But, I mean, there's a couple on. Sounds like, yeah, it sounded like a dirt bike. You know, the funny through. thing is, Target's been this huge, well, Target, but you, you don't see any videos of Walmart. Yeah. Are they leaving Walmart alone because that's where they need their groceries. Well, <laughs> possible. I I don't think there's too many Walmarts in, like, urban communities, though. I think that's okay. primarily, like, in But you don't usually see Targets that's true. in those areas either, so. Well, clearly there's one here. Apparently. Um... Uh, are the riots justified? Is it, I mean, people say that peaceful protest is the way to go. Right. If you're going to protest, Absolutely. peaceful protest. But yeah. at what point do we say peaceful protesting isn't doing shit? Right. Because right. it's gotten to 2020 and this stuff is still happening. And yes, a lot of us are blind to it because we don't live in those situations. Right. We only see what gets blown up on the news. Well, and the real problem is that there's there's no real leadership. There's a vacuum of leadership, and so anybody can come in and fill that void. You know, you don't have the Martin Luther Kings, you know, pushing for peaceful protest. You have people that are, it's, it's a free-for-all, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, uh, Kaepernick or, you know, what's-his-face, he um, kneeling for the national anthem isn't doing it, you know, and then you got these fucks that are, you know, paying bail for these protesters, you know, these celebrities like, oh, keep doing what you're doing. I'll bail you out. But that's not leadership. Mm -hmm. You're just you're just making the problem worse. Yeah. You know? And people say that that's one of the excuses I've heard is like, well, Colin Kaepernick was peacefully protesting. I, I just I don't respect Colin Kaepernick. No, I don't. No. I mean, he wants my respect. Be down there on the street, leading right. the people that on the on a march or you know take them to the white house or you know do something some kind of protest like that but sitting in your mansion saying hey i got your bail you know you're not going to get my respect from that no absolutely not and you brought up martin luther king and that's interesting because i don't think you knew that i was going to read this right here i did not people talk about and keep bringing up how martin luther king was pro peaceful protesting he was against rioting 
he was against like the Black Panthers and stuff like that. He was against Malcolm X's tactics and stuff. They were complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. However, he did get to the point where he said, and um, one of his children, I think, posted this last week or earlier this week when, when all this was going down because everyone said that same thing, that Martin Luther King was would have been rolling in his grave over all this stuff and over all these riots and all the looting. So he actually says, and this is a quote, that a riot is the language of the unheard. So writing is people getting their voice across who can't get their voice across. And so this is part of that speech. It says, certain conditions continue to exist in our society. And I think we can still apply this to 2020. So certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. <clears throat> it has failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. And it has failed to hear that large segment of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. And so, in a real sense, our nation's summers of riots are caused by our nation's winters of delay. And as long as Americans po postpone justice, we stand in the position of having these recurrences of violence and riots over and over again. Social justice and progress are the absolute uh, guarantors of riot prevention. So, you want to guarantee riot prevention? Bring social justice. Martin Luther King said all that. Completely against writing, but his stance was, your lack of addressing this is as bad as not addressing a riot. Mm -hmm. So you want the riots to go away? That, that can be accomplished. Bring social justice. Bring this promise of freedom and justice that we supposedly have as a country, right. but not everybody here has that equal promise. Right. And like I said, this is super ap applicable here in 2020. Absolutely. All this, like... Somebody could get up and give this exact speech today and people would be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think there is definitely a case to make um, for cases of systemic or systematic institutional racism, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think this particular case is a part of that. I think this cop that you're looking at individual racism, mm -hmm. you know, you're looking at a guy who's got an issue with control, with power, and you have a system that's built up to support that. You have a system that's built up to to protect it, to, to protect, protect it, the cops. to protect bad cops. And, you know, you're looking at, you know, a brotherhood, a, you know, this blue shield that goes this brotherhood of, of police that protect their own. You look at the police unions, who is part of this larger problem where the unions protect the police officers. You know, you can't get in. You know, you can't come after a bad cop. You know, these are the guys that fight for the cop, the bad cops or the cops that get retirement. You know, they get their pension no matter what they've done. I mean. The union in itself is a problem with this, and they're so powerful. They got, you know, they have politicians in their pockets, so the politicians aren't going to push the buttons, right? You know, so they they built this system to support this kind of cop being in this situation. I mean, how many more cops out there are like this that they're going to draw, not going to drum out? They're going to mm -hmm. lift up to this position until this happens again, and it's going to keep happening right. because nothing's going to change it. No one's going to break up the police union because they have so much power and it's just going to be 
a wheel. However, these are public servants. They are paid by us. They are supposed to be protecting us, yet they have so much power that somebody can get away with shit like this. Mm -hmm. Yes, this guy is arrested and charges are being slapped on it, but primarily people like this are protected. And um, I asked my wife yesterday, I was, hypothetical question. We weren't even talking about this at all. I was just kind of processing in my head. I was like, if you had a friend who somebody was killing them in front of you, they were like choking them out or, or they were clearly about to kill them in front of you. And you are a legal concealed carrying individual. You're carrying a weapon on you. Would you pull your gun out and shoot that person? Or at least say, get the fuck off of them. Right. And she's like, yes. Of course. And so then she had no idea what I was talking about. So then I was like, what if the guy killing him was a cop? And she just like had nothing to say. She just like, uh, uh, uh right. just nothing. Right. I'm just like, should you? Should you pull a gun and at least say, right. get off of him? She's like, well, you can't because there's five other cops there with guns. I'm like, exactly. That's the fucking problem. Right. They are all protecting each other. If you were to... I did see somebody at all else had posted and had kind of recommended the same thing. Somebody with a gun should have made a citizen's arrest on the police officer. Right. But again, you got four cops. Three of them are on this guy. Right. So obviously they're going to band together. Right. They're not going to let you pull a gun on a cop. Right. Even though he was clearly in the wrong. But maybe, just just maybe, that would have been enough to get the guy's attention to get up off right. the guy and let him catch his breath. Or, you know... It, could you rally the people around there? I mean, there was right. lots of people around him. Could you rally them to, you know, force the cops to do something else? You right. Know? And we live in fear of the cops, the, especially African-American people live oh, in yeah, fear of absolutely. the cops. There was enough people that somebody's probably going to get hurt. I get it. But, yeah. I mean, at if what point friend, yeah, at what point worth it? do you bum rush that exactly. cop and get him the hell off yeah. of this guy? Yeah. Because they are clearly in the wrong. And just to stand there and watch in horror, I mean, yes, that sucks for you, but man, I, I, I can't say that I would have right. myself. Right. But part Until of me wants to. Part of me wants to think that, man, I, I really wish I could right. have been there to do something right. about that. When you're in a situation where somebody has to do something, you would like to think that you'd be that person that would right. do something. Yeah. So yeah. And like I said, somebody's probably going to pull a gun, and things are going to get ugly. What's it worth to you to save that guy, though? And I, right. I don't know. It's an ugly mess of a situation. And now these protests are happening. And like I said before, I'm starting to side more with riots. I'm starting to right. side more with more aggressive protesting, not oh. necessarily the looting and the yeah. stealing and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong. I wasn't in any way endorsing shooting a cop, right. killing cops. Don't kill cops. But We are not NWA. <laughs> <laughs> but... You can't just sit around anymore and let them do this shit. I mean, right. somebody's got to do something, and the cops aren't doing anything about it. So right. it's yeah. on if, if the, the police people. can't police themselves, which they're supposed to be able to do. See, having that thick blue line between mm -hmm. them and the people, then yeah, somebody's got to do it. Yep. And you know, and, and especially you see these videos of the riots. And, you know, you saw those two guys get tased out in Atlanta that um, defied curfew, mm -hmm. and I mean, pulled them out of their car. You know, it's like 
they didn't even really it was announce the the curfew that well, you know. Yeah. So unless you're paying attention to watching the local news, which I don't even watch local news around here because it sucks. Mm-hmm. But you know that they got taste for that, and then you see these videos of cops pushing people, you know, that are in their way, pepper spraying them, that are just sitting on the ground. Yeah, there was. That's what I was going to say. There was a line of protesters, probably ten protesters. They were just sitting, from what I could see, holding signs, just sitting. Maybe the cops said, "You need to move." Whatever. They didn't move. They weren't being violent. They weren't throwing shit. Nothing. They were just sitting there holding signs. All of a sudden, one cop pulls out a can of pepper spray and just starts spraying all of them directly in the face, probably no closer than me to you. Right. And so probably like two or three feet from him, just sprays him directly in the face. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. dude, you are not making your cause any any better. We're not going to take your side yeah. by doing shit like this. Right. Absolutely. And it's not all of them because there was... Oh, where was it where there was the protest and the sheriff? Um, oh, yeah, in Michigan. In, yeah. <laughs> Ironically. Yeah. In Michigan, uh, the cops stood with the protesters. Right. They, they threw down they, they their, put their weapons clubs. down. Yeah. And they're, they're, yeah. And stood with, they took off yeah. their right, they didn't even have riot gear on, and stood with the protesters saying, yeah. we're pissed off about this too. Because right. they should be. Yeah. It's making them look like yeah. assholes. And I'm sorry to say, there is the line that there's a few bad apples. But um, I did read a post. Did you see that? It's been circulating through the, the Chris Rock post. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, Chris Rock said, it's not, people say it's not just all cops are bad, it's a few bad apples. I'm, I'm going to butcher his quote because I don't have it in front of me. But what he said was, he's like, not too many other jobs can you have a few bad apples. He's like, look at American Airlines. Let's say American Airlines, 90%. Of their pilots like to land planes, but 10% of them like to crash into mountains. Yeah. Do you trust American Airlines anymore? Right. No, no, I'm not going to go freaking fly if 10% of them are, or even 1% of them are crashing into mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, police your own. I mean, fix, fix it because these bad apples are there and it's not just like a one-time thing. Like you said, this guy has a rap sheet of Yeah, he's got 18 other incidents and you know, it's. When do you when do you say something? I mean, again, if you're going to protect the guy, then you're just as guilty as him himself. Yes. So, and you know, that's just the way it is. Right. So, yeah. Well, okay, what do you think about the um the uh convenient uh, pallets of bricks was, laying around? I was about to get into um <laughs> how much of this is justified writing or mm-hmm. not even justified, but just Writing due to um, solidarity for or pissed offness, right. yeah. another made up word, for this uh, George Floyd thing. And how much of it is like, is it being infiltrated yeah. or is it being well, set it, up or staged? And, you know, and you see pictures and videos of people trying to be decent. You know, you, mm-hmm. you saw the, the cop that got separated from his unit and he's being protected by the line of African-American guys. Right. Not letting other people hurt him. Yes. And, you know, and then you got these these kids like trying to smash windows and you got this this african-american lady you know with the megaphone trying to stop them saying you know stop stop this isn't what we're trying to do you know so i mean there's so much decency so yes who who is it a legitimate protester and who is just trying to raise their shit up right yeah and i if you don't know me i am a bit of a conspiracy theorist i do dabble in it um enthusiast enthusiast maybe more enthusiast so um, if somebody says, 
that these riots are being infiltrated with, say, like Antifa or even like some people are saying like undercover cops are dressing right. like the guy in the gas mask. Did you see that video? Yeah. He had the weird black umbrella and he's just walking up. Nobody's breaking anything. He's just busting out windows in AutoZone and the protesters confront him. They're like, dude, what the, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, you come near me, I'm going to punch you in the face. And he keeps going. If he was a legit protester, they're kind of all collectively right. in this together. Right. It's not one man, one man vigilante protesting, stay away from me from the other protester. No, he's just there to make a mess. Right. And so when they confronted him, he ended up getting out of there. Some people speculate that this is a uh, an undercover cop. I don't know. The guy looks like a white guy. That doesn't matter to me. There right. are a lot of white people protesting yes. arm in arms with the African-American community, which they should. They yeah. should be standing with the African-American community. But this is not that. No, no. Like I said, this is this is a bad setup. You know, you're sitting there, you got pallets of bricks just sitting there conveniently. I got a picture of that, of the bricks. So keep talking. Uh, you know, I, and I think I, I had said um, someone had posted that, and I said, you know, it doesn't. it's almost a parody. It doesn't get any worse than, you know, if you had someone walking down the street with a, you know, a vendor with bricks and Molotov cocktails being like, hey, come get your brick. Come on. Right. Come on here. Right here, brick. Yeah, so we have... <laughs> Minneapolis here, this is just a random stack of pallet of bricks. And I haven't <laughs> fact-checked any of this, so this could just be people making shit up on Facebook. But it seems like this is legit. Um, Minneapolis, pallet of bricks, just randomly, like you said. <laughs> hey, uh, you want bricks? I'll, I'll sell you your bricks. You want you want torches? I'll sell you torches. Um, no, that that's not how, how protests Get go. Get your bricks. Two bucks. Get your bricks. <laughs> So then here's Fayetteville, North Carolina, random pallets of bricks. Actually, these are more like pavers, like garden pavers. Yeah, those are, are the nice ones. Someone didn't do their homework. Yeah, those <laughs> they got are, the wrong bricks. Those are expensive bricks. I know. Uh, then this doesn't say where it is, but um, the comment said, oh, somebody commented, looks like Rochester, New York, but I'm not 100%. Mm, um, this was the original person. I, I saw this video. I don't have it pulled up. This person's like, Outside, this is outside a courthouse, I think, because the person was like, "I I was here for jury duty last week, and there was not a random pallet of bricks sitting here. So something is going on." So this says, "Truth about a pile of bricks left in an upscale area in Dallas." Connect the dots and think for yourself. This writing is pre-planned and carefully orchestrated. I agree. I, I well, I don't know if I agree, but if that's the case, I would have to agree that oh, this yeah, yeah, somebody to. is setting this up. Yeah, right. Somebody is at least giving an already pissed off mob the right. tools yeah. to just make a mess. And so, then this like, last one. I'm so pissed I could kill you and be like, oh, wait, here's a gun, man. Yeah, yep, here, here. Just don't tell me what you're doing with yeah, it. Yeah, right. Or just <laughs> sitting it in front, like, <laughs> shh, like pushing it towards them. So this says this is an uptown Routh and Howell. I'm not sure which city this is in. Anyone with a truck can come pick these up. They were just dropped off next to a bunch of cops, but the cops aren't touching them. Convenient. Conveniently located bricks. I should go to one of these cities so I can finish my garden I'm trying I know, to do. I know. I want to, like, landscape the front of my house. Uh, so, man, there's all kinds of those. Yeah, really. Um, if, if you're doing this, um, can you go to Cedar Rapids, Iowa? Right, right. Drop them off close to – I'll post my address in the show notes. No, I'm not going to actually do that. But craziness. And yeah. like I said, some people are speculating that Antifa is infiltrating into this. And this could be – like Antifa is supposedly like a far left 
organization, and this could be the right just trying right. to, to yeah, slam absolutely. the left. It could be a right wing. It could be a white supremacist group that's just trying to make things that much worse. I right. mean, there's all kinds of people that have been trying to push for some kind of race war forever. So yeah, and this is systematically dividing more than we already were divi divided. Like I said, a lot of us are waking up to this though and coming together. But there's still the people who are toting the lines and saying, like I've seen so many comments of uh, people saying, oh, all these rioters and looters, they just need to send in the National Guard. To right. Yes, because that's the solution for this. Right. Yeah, that's, that, that makes things better. Yeah. That's, Let's add more guns. More guns, more government. Yeah, right. The thing that they're already pissed off about. Let's throw that in the mix. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because uh, my wife, it actually, she asked me, she's like, you know, do I need to feel bad about being white? And I'm like, no, no, you didn't do this. And I said, don't let people make you feel guilty. And that that's what it's been going on for like 20 years oh, now. Yeah. Then making yeah. you have white guilt. But it's I'm not the racist asshole. I'm not right. the I'm not the one that's putting my my knee on right. other people's throats. Yeah. How I mean, yes, like we've said several times today, we don't understand that. We do have a privilege to be able to walk right. outside and, and not fear getting killed. I have the privilege of I mean <laughs> I can go both ways, to be honest. Um, I mean, you can attest how dark I get in the summertime. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I have I, I have had moments um, when I was younger, driving up to Iowa for the first time, I got pulled over for not using my turn signal, and the cop pulled me out of the car, frisked me, asked me if I had any weapons on me. That was, you know, I've had times where I wasn't even driving, and the cop asked me to step out of the vehicle so he could frisk me. You know, I've Not been, in the wintertime, though. No, <laughs> actually, it was, it was fall. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I've, I've been denied use of a bathroom before I've had people cross the street to avoid me before. So, I mean, I I've had glimpses, you know, I've been followed around stores by store security, mm -hmm. but again, I can go either way. I've been asked, you know, if I'm anything from middle Eastern to Jewish to Brazilian <laughs> to mixed, I mean, so, you know, I can go either way. I am a white ginger beard. You are ginger beard. I mean, yeah, there's no... Nobody's confusing me for anything, but still, I feel like that doesn't mean I I shouldn't have a voice no, in this. Absolutely not. No. And you can say you don't even know. I'm not trying to sound like I know what it's like. Right. I'm trying to say I'm still pissed off, even right. without knowing what it's like. I'm still yeah. pissed off that a human being can't just not be afraid for their life. Can't yeah. just own own their freedom of this life liberty pursuit of happiness right. just yeah. just the the three basic yeah. rights that you have they they call it unalienable rights like god given rights to you are life liberty pursuit of happiness all that was taken away in what a 4 minute video 8 right. minute video yeah and yeah you should be pissed off i mean as any card carrying american who loves freedom, I mean, mm -hmm. seeing freedom stripped away should piss the fuck out of you. Yeah, but then you have people that are saying that this is just blown way out of proportion. And sure, looting is. But like I said, what options are there at this point? Right. I mean, I, I do want to pull up this last little image here. Um, Before we go take a break, we're kind of getting to that point where it's break time. Looks like we're about 45 minutes in. But I want to show this, and this, I, I had a hard time wrapping my brain around how I felt towards all of this until I saw this image here, and this kind of sums it up for me. 
So this here is a little graph thing. On the top left here, it says George Floyd's death. This is like people's mindsets. Uh, George, Flo George Floyd's death was murder, and the cops responsible should be put in jail. Some people believe that. Some people believe the police system is structurally corrupt and regularly, regularly refuses to prosecute cops. Some people believe that. Lots of people do. Mass protests and civic disruptions are legitimate and warranted actions. And then also looting and burning businesses is immoral and counterproductive, and people who do should go to jail. This is where you can and probably should be. Right, yeah. Mass protest, and the, the thing people have a hard time balancing is mass protests and civic disruptions, not peaceful protests, civic disruptions are not the same thing as looting and burning down businesses. Absolutely. You can make a mess and make a lot of noise without tearing down your own local community. Like you said, it's, it's not helping your no. situation primarily right. or anybody around you. But I think we are to a point where civic disruption is probably necessary. Absolutely. You I, know, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say there's a quote by Thomas Jefferson, I think is who said it, said uh, when, I'm going to probably butcher this, but it says when uh, tyranny becomes law, um, shit. rebellion, rebellion becomes, becomes necessary or something yeah. like that. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes necessary. And so... That's where I'm at right now. Like, mm -hmm. if the government can't take care of their shit, it is our duty. And, and I wanted to, I'll get back, I'll let you say your piece, and then I want to get back to the Declaration of Independence. But it's our duty yeah. to make them either do it or push them out and form a new government. Absolutely, yeah. And that's where at a point where people are right now where the, the police force as it is is not working. It's overstepping bounds. Yes, there's some good cops out there, but the system itself is built to protect the bad ones, and that is unacceptable. Right. Um, what I was going to say real quickly is that, you know, back to the racism part of it, you know, the left, the liberals, they like to create this collective sense of everything. And so they're trying to create this collective racism, this collective guilt that you should have for the actions of one person. Mm -hmm. And that is. Uh, not how America is built. We are individuals. We Individuals need to take accountability for themselves. And people should not feel guilty for the actions of one person. No. No, but we should be able to come together and get collectively pissed off Absolutely. over the actions of one person. Right. And we should be able to come together as the American race and be pissed off over the governments that or the police force, the police unions that have built this strong structure and allowed it to become what it is, this impenetrable, um, you can't try them for anything, you can't arrest them. I right. mean, you can, but... Th they get off with the slap they of the wrist the and slap. their pension. The people that let them get away with it for years, nothing happened to them. Yeah. You look at a corporation, and if a corporation allows shitty work for years and years and years, yeah, you fire the shitty workers, but right. you end up indefinitely. At, at the end of the day, you also fire the boss that let the shitty work. Yeah, keep keep going. But the same thing can be said for you know other union type jobs. You know, look at the teachers' unions. How many times a bad teacher's been protected? You mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So it's it's a system that needs to come down. Yep. So I want to get back to before we go to break the Declaration of Independence. There was one more thing I wanted to read. 
I'm going to reread this line that says, Governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. I can't, I can't slam that into your head enough that we give them the consent to govern. We give them their authority. Then it goes on to say that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such a form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. That's a long sentence. The main thing I was pointing out was it's the right of the people to alter or abolish the government. That's not acting in a way to grant them their safety and their happiness. Right. If, if they don't change, it's our job to change it. It's our job to push them out. And yeah, people are like, well, that's why we have the votes. But the voting system is so fucked up now. Right. The, the election system, the, polit the political system is so messed up now that it's not who the people want in. It's who pays the most money to get on this big old right. stage, and then we decide which is the we, lesser we of two evils. Hold our nose and pull the lever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, you know, the, the system that everybody is complaining about is based off of the people that they've voted for for the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are the same people. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> and they keep voting them in. You know, it's it's just asinine. It is. It is a messed up. It's a totally broken system. And that's that's why we are here. I mean, the, like like I said before, the most the biggest thing we can do is keep talking about it and keep informing people. We're not the most informed ourselves, but this allows us to inform ourselves in order to inform other people. Like, what are your rights? Or like, what do you stand for? Because, I mean, we even question what we stand for, and so right. here we are today, and kind of processing it in real right. time. And that that right there, what you have in front of you, is the bread and butter of it. You know, it's not, you know, the government that makes America great. You know, the people, you know, you know maybe 50% of them are good. But mm -hmm. it's the declaration that the, the roots that the country is built on is, you know, what prevents the government from doing the apeshit stuff that they want to do all the time. Because mm -hmm. if it wasn't for that, things would be a whole lot worse right now. Right. So, but there's limits put on the government. I think Obama even complained. He's like... The way this country's built with the Constitution, I can only do so much. Mm -hmm. You know, pleading with his socialist followers that he can't just deem things to be done. <laughs> right, but it was set up that way for a reason. Exactly, and so that stuff can't happen. Yes, but I think this is a good time to take a break. We've, we're pushing an hour now, so let's take a break and come back, and we'll talk about a few other things, too. Sounds good. All right, see you in a few minutes. Go get a drink or take a pee or do whatever you need to do. But definitely come back after the break. Bye. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is goulash media they can be found at goulashmedia.net 
Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. back from our break and we are ready to continue this bullshit that we are doing right now and i'm hoping you're enjoying it so far i feel like we've covered a lot and yeah i mean i feel like we've done our due diligence more so than if we would have released that original podcast because um like i said we are a current events podcast it would just be old shit it would yeah it wouldn't be us doing our due diligence if we released a current events episode in the middle of the United States burning down, literally, without us at least mentioning the United States is burning down. Right. One thing I did fail to mention, so this is a disclaimer that should have been at the beginning, but I'm going to give it now because we're new at this, so you are experiencing us learning and figuring the shit out as we go. But the disclaimer is, as you can hear, uh, we do talk about some not necessarily appropriate for children topics. We do have some inappropriate language, and we're not going to censor that out because we don't want to. It's our show, primarily. Exactly. First of all, we, we're kind of assholes. We're proud of it. You're proud of it. I, I'm, I I'm proud of it. Yeah. We, we, we kind of um, do say some stuff that uh, maybe you don't want your kids to hear so just a disclaimer for future episodes and for the rest of this episode um, if you do have kids around and you don't like them hearing a little bit of the language or some of the darker topics um, go in the other room wait till they're in bed or throw in your earbuds um, just take just, a nice hot bath and light a candle and listen to us talk exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we like to be real to you and us saying fuck shit damn that's us being real so. that's real <laughs> it just doesn't come off real if we were just like well gosh darn it the 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 world is on fire poopy. Um, it's just a poopy situation no i'm sorry the language does come out we do get um kind of worked up on stuff and we also i mean it's just it's just in our nature to use some of these words that we use we have kind of a dark sense of humor and we do that too so um I apologize. Now, that's not really going to change. So I'm sorry if that offends you. Please filter it out yourself and be adults and be able to hear what we're actually saying without being like, well, I'm not going to listen to him because he said the F word. I'm sorry that's going to happen, but I feel like we still have a lot of good stuff to say. Could we do like a Disney version? Like, can I say Disney? <laughs> Shit. We just, how much did I just cost us? <laughs> I, I don't know. We might get sued now. We might get shut down on our first episode because Shit. you said. Disney. Fucking Disney. So that being said, um, again, check us out on all our, all our social media pages. I can't uh, say that enough. Share it around. If you do like what you're hearing, share it around. Um, we are going to have promos. We do have a promo in place right now. Um, we are going to have giveaways and stuff like that. And a lot of that's going to require work on your part. So start sharing this around now and um, it'll pay off for you in the end. Well, And the more people that listen, the more support we get, the better this is going to be. 
And I'm going to keep doing this either way. Um, I don't want to just be talking to Bill. I, I want to I have want that either. I, I, I mean, I do that enough as is. I want there to be a listener base. So please share it around. Go to the social media pages, facebook.com slash breakthebell or Twitter at breakthebellpod or Instagram at breakthebellpod. Please do all that. Share it around. Tell your friends about us. But then here we go. Do you know what that sound is, Bill? Yes. Do you know what it means? Yes. What it does means, it mean? It means the the colonies are rising up. <laughs> colonies should be rising. I they wish that's be. what Why it meant. They? I wish that's what this meant. But no, this actually means for us it is time for our very first segment of it's a new segment. Hang on, let it's me get all rid new. of this. <laughs> this is all new, so obviously it's a new segment. Get rid of that music. Had enough of that um, patriotic bullshit. Uh, no, we that is the signal of our segment known as the Party Line Patriots. Yes. There you go. The Party Line Patriots. I almost forgot my own segment, and I'm the one that came up with it. You did, and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. So brilliant, I almost forgot. So what this segment is, it was, <laughs> we've all seen it. We've all seen the people on that scream loudly on social media that stick hard to their party lines, whether it's Republican or Democrat, left, right, socialist or capitalist, where the other person is clearly wrong because they don't believe what I think to be true. So you are wrong. Uh, most of it is memes because people yeah. the, the best way to argue and fight in the 21st century is throw memes at people. Yes. And then yell about memes. And people yell through memes now. Yeah. And so we. 90% of the, the shit I've seen on social media about the riots has been memes. Yes. And then also this other thing that's going on, this, this pandemic, there's so many about them too. And so we decided to find some of our favorite ones and share them with you. And so you can laugh at these idiots as well for just touting their party lines without hearing the other side, without. <laughs> without um, even researching some of the stuff that they're talking about. So I'm going to pull up our first one, which is, this is this is a fun one. Let me share the screen. You know, this is, this is, it's William Defoe. that's his William name? William Dafoe. Actor William Defoe. Brilliant actor. Um, I'm not sure what movie this is referencing here, that's but. Spider-Man, actually. <clears throat> oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. I haven't seen it in a while. It says, when microbiologists, epidemiologists, immunologists, Doctors and nurses tell you to take COVID-19 seriously, but you don't because you watched a YouTube video. Um, it shows William Defoe saying, you know, I'm something of a fucking idiot myself. Yes. Okay? I like yes. it. I resemble that remark. Yes. Um, my take on this is what which microbiologist and ep epidemiologist are you talking about? Right. That if you don't take what exactly they say... Serious, you're a fucking idiot. Because there's a lot of doctors out there that went that, the other way. That went the other way yeah. that are saying we're doing this wrong, we're handling this wrong, we yep. shouldn't be sheltering in place. They were the ones that YouTube took off and said that they were false and they didn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. They censored so, them. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you. So what this actually should say is when microbiologists, epidemiologists, immunologists, and doctors and nurses that agree with what I agree with say this thing and you disagree with it. You're a fucking idiot. Basically. Not all of them collectively, because it's just the ones that take their side. Because if if it was on the other side, they'd be calling those doctors fucking idiots or taking them off YouTube, like Absolutely. you said. 
So then here is another one. This is one that Bill had found. I'll let you read this one, Billy. Hang on, let me pull it up. All right. Um, I actually, I can't see that very well. Okay, I thought you had it on your screen, too. It says, there is no such thing as a good cop. <clears throat> it's good cops who evict families from their homes. It is good cops who lock homeless people in cages for sleeping. It's good cops who turn nonviolent drug addicts into criminals. Good cops who arrest starving people for taking what they need to survive. Who deport our friends, families, and neighbors because of imaginary lines on maps. What do police actually do? Protect private property, enforce system of oppression, shut down political dissent, and generate revenue. At least 40% of police officer families. This is a long one. Yeah. Families experience domestic violence in contrast to 10% of families and the general population. Less than 1% of rapists even spend a day in jail. So what exactly are they protecting us from? There are over 2 million people locked in cages in the U.S. right now. The highest prison population in record human history, and every one of them was put there by a cop. Well, no shit. Who else was putting them there? You know, in, in all my 40 years of, of educating myself in policy, I've never seen such dribble as that, and I feel <laughs> stupider for reading that. Right. <laughs> because that is the most ignorant thing I've ever seen in my life, honestly. First of all, cops don't make the laws. You know, you get a problem with the laws, vote for someone else. You know, right. they didn't set drug laws. They didn't send vagrancy laws. You know, they don't do sentencing, so they can't help how long the rape, rapist in there. You know, you have a problem with the sentencing laws, elect a different judge. Yeah, elect it's usually the sheriff. judge that you put there. Exactly, that you elected. As we have said and beat to death on this, we are not siding with the cops at all in a lot of these situations. But this is just blatantly one-sided ignorance. Like, uh, there's no such thing as good cop because cops do this and cops do that and cops put follow these laws that were they're they're sworn to follow. I get that they abuse power. We've been saying it for over an hour now. But this is stupid, one-sided bullshit in my exactly. opinion. You got they they didn't create the industrial prison complex that we have in the United States. No, and, and this does say that cops generate revenue. It's not the cops that are getting that revenue, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody is getting that money. There are uh Corporate prisons that are making money off of—they're making bank. I I would call it slave labor. Oh, absolutely. And um, Those prisoners make like less than a dollar a day, an hour, yeah. or a day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, it is a corrupt system, but I still think this is not the solution to the problem. Here's another one of my favorites. I love this one. This says, "Warning: Bridge washed out." Unless you feel that this is an attempt to deprive you of your liberty, then keep driving. <laughs> I feel that I should be free to drive off a freaking yeah, bridge and, if I want to. And you know me. I'll cut the nose off my face to despite it. <laughs> I'm going to drive the fuck like Dukes of Hazard <laughs> off that bitch. <laughs> exactly. This is clearly um, uh, poking fun at people who say uh, wearing masks is, um, is depriving you of your liberties or... Or the stay-at-home orders is depriving you of your liberties. And like I said, this this here just makes me want to drive off a bridge. Absolutely. Because, first of all, for somebody to post this just makes me want to get the hell out anyway. But, yeah, I mean, you do have the liberty to drive off that broken bridge if you want. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, this is clearly one-sided. Condescending bullshit Very, towards yeah. people that, that want to protect their own liberties and 
and are pushing against these stay-at-home yeah. orders and stuff. And last but not least, this is going to kind of segue into our next section. So let me pull this one up. This one just enrages me every time I see it. Yeah. Right here. That's Black America, it shows George Floyd, a, a drawing of it. And let me apologize to the people that are just listening to this. I am, I am sorry. Um, we are new to this. I get that you're listening to this and you can't see what we're describing. So we're going to do a little bit better at describing what we are seeing. Um, this one here, it's a cartoon depiction of, on one side it says Black America, and it's uh, Officer Chauvin uh, with his knee on the back of um, George, Floyd's. George Floyd's neck, and he's saying, I can't breathe. So it says Black America, George Floyd says, I can't breathe. White America, it's a guy with a mask on, crying, a white guy, clearly. Uh, it says, wah, and I can't breathe. So it's, again, very... And clearly he's got his trucker's hat on, so I'm guessing he's probably Midwestern. You know? uh, well, it's red, too, so it's probably supposed oh, to be a MAGA, MAGA, MAGA hat. hat. Yeah. Yep, so Black America, they're experiencing I can't breathe by being murdered, which, again, we are enraged about ourselves, even as yeah. white people. White America are just bitching that they can't breathe because of masks. Do we compare? And we're, I'm gonna. We're just gonna move on from there because this pisses me off. Yeah. Because the comparison is such bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's symbolically the same thing. You know, it's like yes, not exactly the same thing, but you're being forced to do something against your will. You're being forced by an authoritative government telling you you don't have the right to make that choice. They're gonna force you to do it. And. I, I have a hard time comparing the two because, yes, one guy is getting killed. One one person is inconvenienced with wearing a mask. It's not the the mask that's the biggest. It's and it's it's both, like you said, uh, pushing against our liberties. Yes, they are not comparable in any way, shape, or form. Yes, one is far worse than the other. But just because one thing is bad or what. <laughs> Losing your liberty in one area is so much further worse. Does that mean we also should be okay with giving up this liberty that's much, much less of a, well, a, a danger? And when does it get to the point that you're the guy with the neck, knee to the neck because you don't have your mask on? Right. And, I mean, we see, not from necessarily the police, but as places are starting to open, states are starting to open back up, there are people in states that don't have mask laws that are going out without their masks on and they're being completely like screamed at mm -hmm. and people getting in their face and just blatantly like they're calling it mask shaming is is the new term for it which is a 2020 phrase that i never thought i'd hear they're getting mask shamed but not just like dude why the hell aren't you wearing a mask it's people just like screaming at them yeah. and yeah. belittling them how can you care so little for your fellow man and yeah basically calling them murderers because they don't want to wear a mask or they, they feel it's their right to not wear a mask. You know, and that's one of the things as I watch the riot videos and the looting videos, it just is ironic to me because you have these people that are raging against the machine. Mm -hmm. They're they're lashing out against a system that is, is broken and hurt them, but they all got their mask on. Their government mandated, mandated masks <laughs> because big, big Brother told them to wear this mask, but yeah. we're going to go trash 
a local store or trash the government building that yeah. we're completely against while we're still like, well, well, they said it's safe if yeah. I wear this mask. Yeah, it's crazy and to me. Maybe, maybe it's our ignorance. I don't know because there, this is definitely the most divisive thing of 2020. I think is this pandemic, and that that brings yeah. us to this this point here that obviously we are talking about the COVID nineteen coronavirus. Is it? Is it coronavirus or is it COVID nineteen now? I I've always been coronavirus. You're, I, I'm you're going corona. corona. I'm pro corona. Okay, because I had a um, I had this thought, this prediction, or just this like epitome back in late April, and it was back when everyone was still saying corona. You don't even hear corona no, that much. No, it's all COVID now. Yeah. But I had this epitome, this this mindset that um, the coronavirus was just a marketing ploy of Corona beer to get you to say the word Corona so many times leading up to Cinco de Mayo hmm. that it's just engraved yes. in your brain. And Cinco de Mayo comes, Corona's for everyone. You're right. I have not heard that phrase <laughs> since Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> that is on, insane. You are onto something. I, you hear I'm it her, first year, folks. You go, you get, <laughs> it's it's kind of like, do you remember, what was it, like two or three years ago, there was the the thing and it was mostly in like california i think there was all the creepy clowns that were oh, like yeah, being yeah. spotted here and there and it turned out supposedly to be a marketing ploy for the movie it right right this could be their way of selling more beer <laughs> i mean you go from budweiser has their big ass clydesdale horses we have an epidemic to sell our beer. I cannot wait to see what's next. <laughs> Nuclear uh, Armageddon. <laughs> to sell beer. Just to sell it's beer. It's going to be an IPA. Yes. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's probably already a Nuclear Armageddon um, IPA yeah. out there. I'm sure They're just the waiting one. to push it. Corona got in their way this year. Yeah, exactly. So um, we joke. Obviously, this is a serious thing that's happened. People actually are dying. Is it? I mean, there's two sides of the fence. Is it a hoax? Or is it a holocaust? It, or is this something in between? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Not a holocaust, sorry, uh, apocalypse. You know, Apo apocalyptic uh, pandemic that's going to wipe out humanity. Is it a hoax or a, uh, the apocalypse end of the world? Holocaust is going to be 2025. Yeah, well, so probably mark your calendars. Probably probably June 2020 because yeah, yeah. I mean we're there. We're we're, we're we, we keep building pushing. up to it. Yep. Um I I think I mean the virus in itself, you know, it, it's it's there. It's a thing. And it affects people, but when you look at a less than one percent mortality rate, which the, the initial projections were, what like a a point three, yeah, uh, mortality uh, I, rate. I, I think it was even point oh three. It was a three yeah, percent. Yeah, it was like like a three percent. I mean, it was like on the other side of the point. Yes, three percent. Uh, like it was like three point six five percent fatality. Yeah. Rate. I'm just pulling these numbers. That's what. I, I think that's what they said, but it's something around there. But then in in reality, it's really like a 0.05 or something like yeah. that because because they were wrong. They were way wrong on their projections. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it's the dude from from England, the uh, CDC um, or not CDC. It's the uh, the the British uh, equivalent of the CDC who predicts these models. Mm -hmm. And I believe he said, what was it, 22 million in the United States? Yeah, I've got that article here. The initial projections. Um, were like twenty one point something. Like this is an article from March thirteenth. So this was just when we were first really starting to talk about it. Like it goes way back to October in other countries. We knew about it, but when it was first like supposedly getting here to the United States. And if you look into it, though, um, 
a lot of people suspect that it was here long before March, long yes. before the, the initial um, reports of outbreak. So here's this article called Worst Case Estimates for U.S. Coronavirus Deaths. Does this sound ominous to you? It's scary. Yeah. So scroll down, you see this. He's a creepy looking man in a mask. Mm. Um, officials at the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention and epidemic experts from universities around the world conferred last month about what might happen if the new coronavirus gained a foothold in the United States. How many people might die? How many would be infected and need hospitalization? So this is in March. So if we scroll all the way down, this says between 160 million and 214 million people in the United States could be infected over the course of the epidemic, according to a projection that encompasses the range of four scenarios. It says that could last months or even over a year with infections concentrated in shorter periods, staggered across time in different communities, experts say. As many as 200,000 to 1.7 million people could die. And the calculations based on the CDC scenarios suggest 2.4 million to 21 million people in the United States could require hospitalization. This is different from the one we read before because oh. there was the 21 million deaths. This is saying hospitalizations. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it is different. That's a diff updated model. Yeah, so this must have been a few days later because it, said, it definitely said 21 or 22 million deaths. Yeah. But this one is saying... The 200,000 to 1.7 million people That's, could die. I, I actually have the article here from uh, Imperial College. And, yeah, it says 2.2. Uh, uh, <clears throat> United States faced 2.2 million deaths shared with the White House. New guidance on social distancing quickly followed. And that is from the Imperial College of London, a yep. mathematical epidemiologist, Neil Ferguson, who, if you don't know him, he has done models for every pandemic for the last Oh, 20 years and he is wrong every time he so, goes big and he ends up going home every time <laughs> go big or go home um my take on that is hey you project too many and not as many people die and more people are happy it's kind of like the weather man if you say it's gonna rain and it doesn't rain people are happy that's true if you say it's not gonna rain and it rains people aren't so happy so just always say it's gonna rain yeah 50 percent yeah. chance of rain all the time if it doesn't rain, people are happy. Well, what's funny about this Ferguson guy is he um he created the social distancing rules for for England and also the world, mm -hmm. and then he gets caught running out to his mistress, um breaking social distancing rules. So breaking his own recommendations. Yeah, which that is you know legit. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Let's put all these these laws in place to affect the little people. But it doesn't affect me personally. No. And that takes me to, like, Hollywood. You have all these oh, yeah. uh, Hollywood people saying, like, pushing the new normal and pushing all these stay-at-home orders and stuff. And these people, I mean, how often do they leave their homes anyway? You had 20,000 that signed a, a petition saying, let's keep the new normal yeah. the new normal. Right. And it's like, but you have somebody bringing you groceries every day, and then you right. take the kids to the Bahamas, and you buy the whole hotel floor. So, yeah, you can do it. Yep. I um the whole new normal thing just irritates me. Just the the thought of the new normal. This is the new normal. Uh, we should we should just embrace the new normal. And the California governor said, oh, basically yeah. embrace the new normal. Right. This is this isn't going this anywhere. This isn't going anywhere. And um, I've told you this, and I've told other people this this analogy. Um, you remember? I know you have to remember because you're about that age when Coke decided 
to rebrand as New Coke. They came they out with a yes. new new formula called New Coke. They they completely changed their formula to New Coke, and people were super pissed because it was disgusting. Apparently, it was was not the original Coke. It was not good, and so Coke took it upon, in the goodness of their hearts, to bring back Coca Cola Classic right, because right. the people wanted Coca Cola Classic. However, they brought it back. With corn syrup instead of real sugar. Right. So the the whole um, theory is that they <laughs> just wanted to switch from sugar to corn syrup. But when they switched back, people didn't notice because you gave them such a shitty Coke that when right. you brought back this different Coke, Coke Classic, they didn't even notice. And that's new normal. It right? was an even bigger letdown than when they switched from cocaine. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, everybody's still outraged about that. Uh, so my... What that, that says to me, why, why that really means anything here is uh, this whole new normal thing. Like you take away a bunch of people's liberties and a bunch, a bunch of your freedoms and then you give them back. Like, like how do you just slightly take away freedoms? You take them all away. Oh, yeah. And then you give them back with a little bit less. Right. And then people are like, oh, things are back to normal. Right. Well, they're not. You right. just were in such a shitty spot with being stuck in your homes. Having to wear masks out in public, not being able to shop where you want. Can't go to the playground, can't go to the pools. Uh, They're talking about classrooms, um, having like no no spectators at sporting events. They're um, eating lunch in the classrooms and stuff like that. Um, It's easy to take away people's rights a little bit by taking them all away and then giving back some of them. Because then we're just so happy that the government gave us back our rights. Thank you, government. Yeah. When does the government take a take your liberties away and just just give them back voluntarily? Right. They never, don't. Never. No. They don't. If they they take a little bit and then they take a lot and they never give any back. Right. Look at uh the um what was the thing after the Patriot Act after nine eleven? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they keep trying to expand that thing. Just last week they tried later, to expand it. Nineteen years later, they're still expanding this organization, the TSA or whatever, that. The TSA hasn't caught a single terrorist, from what I've no, heard, from but, what I've read. But they've, and I haven't gone over it yet. I just saw the headline before I came in here. But they've now have new protocols to bring in coronavirus um, protocols. So if you're trying to get on a plane, they're going to test you for more now. Right. So, but um, going back to that, it's interesting because the the Dems actually. Um, can I call them the Dems? You can go as long as you call the Republicans the reps, the reps, the I reaps, the reps. Yeah, I like the reaps better actually. I, the reaps. See, I, I just throw this out there. I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I self-subscribe as a political agnostic. I think they're all full of shit. I, I think none of them have our best interest at heart. The closest thing I think I am is maybe to the Libertarian Party, but. I still don't subscribe to their party because there's still a lot – there's a big mess there that I don't agree with. But personally, I think I am closer to a libertarian, maybe even an anarchist in my mindset. Like as little government, possibly no government would be for the best. Like yeah. let's let us individually figure this shit out on our own. Well, I mean the original intent of the federal government was to provide for a common defense and to provide fair trade. Yep. And from there, they've gone way this big. This big conglomerate that it is now, this, the federal government that we have to bow to in order to get our sustenance and our, 
and to to save us from this pandemic. Thank you, big government. Yes. Anyway, back to the Dems. Just want didn't want <laughs> people to think because you said Dems that no, no, and, oh, we're and Republicans. I am likewise, you know, down the middle. So I mean, I don't agree with either. They're both bullshit. I believe in small government. I'm a um, constitutionalist. So, um, anyways, but they were trying to pass a bill that would expend the, extend the Patriot Act to cover warrantless searches of cell phones and internet history. And that is scary and dangerous to me, I think. Uh, me too. Well, you see iPhone re is releasing their uh, pandemic facial recognition yes, software yes. so they can recognize your face with a mask on. And then they also have their uh, Corona tracking software built into that. So you're basically opting in. From what I, I hear, I, I'm not, I don't have an iPhone or stuff, but I, I, it sounds like you're opting into this right. um, tracking system, this Corona tracking system. So It's big in Europe right now, actually. They've yep. been pushing it big time. So. so, I mean, there's two sides of this. Where is middle ground? Yes, there is a disease that's going around. Yes, it is probably safer to wear a mask than not. Is it going to protect you from it? No. Is staying at home going to protect you from the virus? No. You look in New York, I think it was, what, two weeks ago they reported the most yeah. recent cases were all people that were sheltering in place. Right. What is this, this stay-at-home order doing then? Right. Or the, the biggest effects, the, the biggest people that are affected by it are the people that are already sheltered in place, people in nursing homes, the, the care centers right. and stuff like that. Um, here in Cedar Rapids, I mean, we are a hot zone. We were a hot zone. Yes. Lynn County was we were a hot zone. considered very dangerous. We were not allowed to open with the other counties of Iowa. For for a good week or two. Yeah. But that was primarily the care centers. It was, yeah. Over 60% uh, of the cases were out of care centers in Lynn County. So let's look at, I mean, have you heard about the care centers in New York? Oh, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> the policies that the governor there put in place yeah. Yeah. to to push COVID-infected people into well, the care centers. New York, Michigan, California, all of them. New York is the most famous because Cuomo is uh, trying to throw the blame off, saying that they're just mm -hmm. following the president's protocols. Oh, of course. Um, but they attest for 5,000 deaths at least. Out of what was it that I have the numbers pulled up here? New York? Has a total of 23,000 deaths. From so 20% of the deaths are out of the nursing homes that the governor forced people into. And from what I heard, the care centers weren't allowed to test them for corona yes. before taking them in. Yeah. So Ain't that some shit. Yeah. Unknowingly <laughs> bringing in these patients. Being or, said, don't test them. Yep. Do not test them. They're good. I promise. And <laughs> Cuomo's been putting out all these excuses. Well, first of all, Cuomo made it so nursing homes can't be found liable for, yeah. for deaths, like corona-related deaths and stuff, which that alone. Oh, yeah. If you tell somebody they're not liable, oh, you won't, don't worry what you do. You're not going to be held liable for it. I, I saw an article they're trying to push port, uh, tort reform, which would prevent them from having a legal action brought up against them for doing such things as this. Yeah. So that's what they're pushing. Yeah, anytime say vaccine companies are can't be sued if people die right or kind of shady. these nursing homes can't be sued if people die from all that does is make 
make you stop trying as hard because it's like, well, shit, yeah. nothing's good. I mean, I'm not saying all the care centers don't try. Right. But if you don't have that little thing in the back of your head saying, I might be sued for this, you're not going to be right. dotting all if, your If you don't have across. anything holding you accountability, accountable, you're back to that dude, that cop on mm-hmm. someone's neck. There's right. nobody holding you accountable. You know you're going to get your pension at the end of the day. Right, exactly. So, so I mean, we're not going to – obviously, coronavirus has been beat to death. And it is not that it's crazy that this global pandemic isn't the most important thing going on today. Yeah, it's amazing how it just kind of has dropped out of the headlines. Yeah, I mean, is is Corona over? Is it is it done? Is it gone? I wish. Did, did it just leave because uh, these riots are happening? Because I mean, yeah, you said the rioters are still wearing masks, but this thing that was the headline for three months now, oh, yeah, yeah, is gone. Yeah, doesn't exist. And, this uh, worldwide pandemic, this thing that was, I mean, going to be used to change the world, you know, and the new normal is. <laughs> or, or is this big giant thing, this, these riots being used to cover up the fact that we are going to implement these new norms, but nobody's really paying attention as we do it. Right. You know, because we're all looking at the world burning. So yeah. don't look, don't look over here because this is going on. Um, yeah, because at least probably 50% of the people were like us saying, no, this is bullshit. Uh, the, these laws are are infringing on our freedoms. They're trampling yeah. on our freedoms. But now nobody's talking about that anymore, not even 50%, because we're all talking about these riots. Well, and in several cities now, you have the National Guard that have taken up place, and there's been curfews instituted. Mm-hmm. So you may be onto something with that. Yeah, yeah. So... Who knows where this is going to go? Who knows by the time this releases in, what, three days from we now? We may have to reshoot again. <laughs> we might Motherfucker. Have, or we might not even be here. Maybe we'll be it's in jail. It's a good thing we like something. to talk, though. Yes, it's true. We'll be sitting in a prison cell just talking and pretending we're podcasting. Yes. Uh, a couple more things. Um, did you hear, who was the lawyer? I can't think of the lawyer's name. Big time, like, Trump lawyer. Oh, jeez. Uh, For... Anyway, I, I don't remember. Uh, anyway, this guy was on a a podcast or a, a radio show or something, and his words were, you do not have the right to not wear a mask, and you do not have the right— Oh, it was Dershowitz. Dershowitz, Alan yeah. Dershowitz. And you do not have the right to not get vaccinated, because this is during the big push. We got conglomerates, big corporate businessmen like Bill Gates pushing for this vaccine. Right. Which— if you do some research into the originations of coronavirus and the Wuhan district, and there was that the war games, what were those called? Oh, uh, Event Two Hundred One. Event Two Hundred One. Yes, yep. happened in September. Apparently, this just happens to be around and in the same district and around the same time that the coronavirus pops up, in which Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was also involved. Right. So we have people like this who were involved, possibly. <laughs> I, I can't get too much on my conspiracy side just yet, but possibly might have something to do with it. And then also pushing for this big time vaccine. And then you got people like Alan Dershowitz saying, you don't have the right to not get vaccinated. And his exact verbiage was, if you don't, we should be able to force you out of your, force you into a medical facility and jam a needle into your arm. This is exactly what he said. 
Yeah, and if I may, um, okay, so Event 201, the John Hopkins Center for Health Security, in partnership with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, hosted Event 201, a high-level pandemic exercise, October 18, 2019. Oh, in New York, New York. Exercise illustrated areas where public and private partnerships will be necessary during the response of a severe pandemic in order to diminish large-scale economic and societal consequences. Ain't that some shit. So there happened to be a fake thing going on yes, about a pandemic just prior to a pandemic actually happening. That's, what are the freaking odds? That's pretty, pretty, pretty convenient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'll get more into conspiracies later on other shows, I'm sure. Um, this isn't a conspiracy podcast, but I'm sure it'll get brought up just because it's my interest. But when you look at the big-time conspiracy theories like 9-11, stuff like that, there's always an event, a training event that's going on. That, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look more into this for next time. Just yep. um, but. Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll definitely have to talk about this. Like I said, this for some reason, the pandemic isn't the most important thing because there's so much going on in the world right now. Um, but we did feel that we did need to talk about it a little bit. We had to touch on it a bit. Yeah, because it, it's still a thing. It's still going on. Absolutely. And for people to say, well, people are dying, so you shouldn't be complaining about having to wear a mask. I think that's bullshit. I think that the only way, and I think masks are minor, but it is representative of what they're going to push on you, what they can push well, on you. It's, it's completely psychological. Yeah. I mean, you go downtown, you know, you go into school, you go you know, to a movie theater and everybody's sitting there wearing masks. Again, it's completely psychological. Right. I mean, do you remember um, 2012 election? It was Obama-Romney, right? Mm -hmm. And there was an article that said that Obama tapped psychotherapist to come up with his election strategy. Mm -hmm. He knew what verbiage to use. He really? knew what images to use. It was brainwashing. I mean, it was creating yeah. a cult mentality, and this is what this is. And in your entire life, have you seen collectively the entire country so scared of one thing no. in your life? No, no, especially with something with a 0.505% death rate. It doesn't even matter what it was, it, anything. Well, anything yeah, collectively anything, right. that the whole United States is that afraid. The last time that I can probably pinpoint, and it obviously wasn't my life, was the Cuban Missile Crisis when oh, everybody right. was going through their, their missile yeah. training, like dive under the desk, digging bomb shelters and stuff like that. That was probably the last time yeah. we all I were mean, so afraid no, of something. I was a 70s kid. I ate paint chips, and <laughs> I think that's more deadly than the coronavirus. Yeah, probably, and that probably explains a lot about your personality. Um, so, yeah, we, here we are. They're telling us to be scared. They're, in my opinion, they're making it a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. Yes, it is a concern. Yes, people are dying. But should the government be the one saying, this is how you should be responding to it? Especially when we don't even freaking know if these things are working. Right. Because, like I said, people in New York that are being infected are the people that are already staying at home. Right. So there's a 50-50% chance that this is working, oh, yeah. yet we are taking this like God said it himself. Right, and they're, you're being told if you don't wear a mask and practice social distancing, you hate like the world. Yeah, you, you hate people. Yep, you want the elderly people to die. And that's just, again, a scare tactic, a fear-mongering fear tactic mm -hmm. to get people to comply to these rules. And like I said, the masks are just a sign of 
Compliance. Compliance, yes. Yep. And fear. And so I think we beat that up. We we got we a couple extra licks in, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I, I think so. We are over an hour and a half now. Oh, shit. Um, that's okay. People need to hear us more than anything else. We are not the only source. If you are getting... I obviously this is our first episode, but if it ever comes to the point where you are getting all your information from us, you're wrong. You should be reading yourself. You should be looking into the stuff yourself. Like I said before, this is us doing our due diligence, doing the reading to give it to you. So we are doing our part to get what we think is important out to you. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing your own reading and research. And, you know, part of this is because through this whole virus thing, it pissed me off to see people getting taken off that were having a different opinion of things. And that's one of the reasons I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. We need to be able to have a voice. We mm -hmm. need to be able to use that voice and we need to use it now. A part of me thought when we were getting, cause we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while. Part of me was like, podcasting is so oversaturated that it's a really room for another podcast. But then another side is like more people need to just be talking right. more. Absolutely. There needs to be more platforms. There needs to be more people outraged against like people getting killed or outrage against the government smashing our freedoms and stuff like that. YouTube taking videos off Facebook, not letting things on because they feel it's not true. I mean, we weren't able to monetize an ad, not, not even monetize. It wasn't oh, yeah. monetized. Yeah. You tried to boost an ad by paying right. $5 to boost an ad on Facebook. It was yep. just our promo saying, this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And what did it say? Why it weren't came we? came back and said that I couldn't do it because it felt like I was trying to influence an election and to push politics. I, I don't feel in any way we talked about politics or elections no. in any of that. But no. that's the world we are living in. That's why we are doing this podcast. And that's why we are saying, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why we're saying, don't stop talking. Your voice is important. You have a voice. Use it while you still can. And if you give up that right, then all of this is for nothing. And don't be bullied into being silent because of what people might say. Use that voice because you deserve to be heard. Yes. So I think that's going to be it for today. Do you got anything else to say? Any closing thoughts? Um, Just basically that I'm really glad the NFL is going to have a full season. Fuck off. <laughs> we need baseball in our lives right now. Maybe that's why the world's burning, because baseball is not existing right now. On that note, uh, we'll see you all next time. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, definitely check out our social media pages, like them, share them around. And then come back next week to hear a brand new show and then possibly some more giveaways. Yeah, and feedback. Let us feedback. know what you think. Yes, definitely. And, it, and we do have a forum. Uh, Get on Facebook. It's a chat forum. Just uh, look up, search, break the bell forum, and it will pop up. Um, it's a private forum, but if you hit uh, to request to get into it, we'll let you in. So, And don't uh, forget the promo. The promo. The promo, definitely. Um, go back there, look at the promo. It's, it's back on some of our other pages. We're not going to give it away now because you should have been listening already. Boom. Boom. So we will see you next time. Please, please, please. Never stop talking.